From WDBM East Lansing, this is The Undercurrent, a weekly radio show that brings you audio narratives produced by students at Michigan State University. This week on Undercurrent, reporter Tasia Bass dives deep into the relationship Michigan State has with our closest international neighbor, Canada. Speaking with Interim Director of the Canadian Studies Centre, Dr. Rebecca Malowin, Tasia discovers the ins and outs of the Centre's work with Canada and ties that they have fostered with one another. Hi, I'm Tasia, and I'm here with Dr. Rebecca Mowlin. Thank you for speaking with me today. So you want to talk about your work with the Canadian Studies Center. Sure, yeah. So first I thought I'd talk a little bit about international studies and programs because not all students might be aware of um, some of the services this unit on campus offers. So the International Studies and Programs is a really unique place on campus. Um, it was uh, established in 1956 by President Hanna, and it was the first sort of office like it is um, among major universities in the United States. So ISP supports sort of three main service areas for the university. Um, the area study centers, of which the Canadian Studies Center is one, and I'll talk about that in a bit. It also helps support college-based international programs, which I'll talk about briefly, and then also international student and domestic scholar programs to work internationally. Brilliant. So let's start with the student and scholar program. Now this uh, part of ISP includes several different offices. It includes an office for international students and scholars. So when um, we have many international students on campus and they're supported um, through that office, um, they also have a volunteer English tutoring program for some of our international students and their families when they come. And of course, what most undergraduate students are most familiar with is probably the Office of Education Abroad, um, which includes over 275 programs in more than 60 countries, and they serve about 3,000 students a year. Obviously, this last year um, has been a bit disrupted by the pandemic, but I know that everyone is very anxious to get back to um, studying abroad. Now let's discuss the college-based program. A second area of international studies and programs includes the college-based international programs. So many of our colleges within the university have special offices specifically dedicated to international activity. And those include offices such as um, the Institute for Global Health, which is physically located in the College of Osteopathic Medicine. And I, I work there uh, part of my time. Um, the International Business Center, which is in um, Broad, and then the Office for International Studies and Education. And there are several more across the university. Finally, let's look at the Area Studies Program. Now, these centers uh, traditionally were supported through government funding under what's called Title VI. Um, Title VI is actually uh, distributed through the International and Forage Foreign Language Education Office, which is part of the, the government. Many are no longer supported through Title VI, but some of our programs, such as the African Studies Center, has had funding for decades because it's such a strong program. 
Um, the area study centers include African studies, Asian studies, Canadian studies, the Center for European Russian and Eurasian studies. There's a Center for Latin American Caribbean studies called CLACS. Um, and then there are a couple more um, topical centers, such as the Center for Gender and, Gl and Global Context, which is also called GenSEN, and then the Muslim Studies Program. So the Canadian Studies Center is one of these centers, and I thought that I would spend some time today um, talking a little bit more about that specific center because that's uh, currently where I'm working. So why do we need a Canadian Studies Program? Well, first I wanna talk about how important Canada is to the United States. You may or may not be aware, but Canada is actually our largest export market. And together, the US and Canada represent the largest trading relationship in the world. We also share the largest border in the world that's not patrolled by military forces. And really Canada is our most important ally and defense partner in the world. You know, Canada is also very important to Michigan. One fourth of all of the U.S.-Canada trade goes through the Ambassador Bridge. And of course, our former governor, Governor Blanchard, served as the U.S. ambassador to Canada um, from 1993 to 1996. It might be interesting to note, too, that in the past five years, our faculty at Michigan State have co-published over 2,000 papers with Canadian faculty on important research projects. You know, some of the topics are related to environmental sciences, ecology, neurology, genetics, psychology, environmental health. So the faculty at Michigan State co-publish more with Canadian faculty than any other country in the world outside of China. So we are um, very connected in lots of different ways to Canada. And in the past three years prior to the pandemic, MSU was host to over um, 545 Canadian students. So um, you can see that Canada is pretty important to the United States. And so you know, depending on what you do when you want to graduate, if you're a student, it, it might be helpful to learn a little bit about Canada because it might actually give you a leg up when you're applying for jobs. What is your mission? So our mission at the center is to connect Michigan State, the Michigan State University community and Canadian organizations to address global challenges through collaborative education, outreach and research. And as interim director, I was sort of tasked with creating a situational assessment of the center and to propose a path forward, um, given MSU's strengths, our relationships with Canada, the interests of our faculty and students, and what we could do going forward. Brilliant. What are some ideas you have for the center to increase communication and the reputation between MSU and Canada? So one idea that I have proposed is what's called the Canada Connect platform. And this will be a network of faculty and students from both countries um, interested in working on joint areas of research. And also perhaps connecting to some of the other area study centers too, because now so much of um, the research that really has a worldwide impact it involves multiple countries and multiple disciplines. And so we're hoping that Canada Connect can be an initial step in connecting um, Canadian universities to our faculty and students, but also serve as a, a resource for other area studies and in, in connecting to the work that, that these groups do. So as part of the platform, we hope to support communities of practice around specific thematic areas, 
um, assist in grant seeking to support the scholarly activities that come from those communities of practice. We often, and plan to in the future, support travel for faculty and students who want to do research in Canada or for their Canadian colleagues to come to Michigan State. And then we also work to disseminate the results of um, both faculty and student research through webinars, social media, and across our wide-reaching network in Canada. Is there a department you work with more? Um, not really. I, I think we pride ourselves in, in working across the university. You know, as I mentioned, that now a lot of research really is multidisciplinary. And so we are a, a really a hub to try to bring people together who have an interest in Canada or are working with Canadians to work on large projects across disciplines. You know, oftentimes when you sit in your department, you're kind you're thinking about different topics, but really from your your disciplinary point of view. The, the really nice uh, aspect of these centers is that we are able to work across all of the disciplines and bring them together um, to do research that might not be done if you are just sitting in your college, if that makes sense. Have you created any programs to help foster global citizenship here at MSU? I've created a new initiative called O Canada, Go Canada. <laughs> Just, um, you know, O Canada is a, a, an important song in, in Canada. And so what we do as a center is um, twofold in supporting students. So we, we are working to expand and promote education abroad and study away activities for people who want to go to Canada, as well as um, working to support Canadian content within uh, courses at Michigan State. And so previously we did have a Canadian studies minor and I'm looking right now as the interim director to see which courses currently have enough content that might work towards a certificate or a minor in Canadian studies. We're really excited to be supporting a new course that's being offered in the fall in geography, it's 492, and it's called U.S. and Canada Connections. That would be a really phenomenal class for someone who's interested in um, Canada and in sort of U.S.-Canada relations. While I know you are very engaged with the students on campus, are there any other groups that you work with closely? I've also been speaking to our very engaged um, MSU alum who are living in Canada right now, and they're very eager to connect with students through um, mentorship, coaching, uh, possibly the provision of internships for students too. And so um, if a student has an interest in Canada, you know, please contact us. We're, we're really looking forward to connecting with students and seeing how we can support them. But yes, if there's interest, you know, we, we support the faculty and the students. So if people bring us an idea that they would like to present, uh, then we help provide the venue for them. That is so wonderful. Do you connect with any universities in Canada? Yeah, um, so we do work closely with many of the different universities. And part of my goal this next six months is actually to reconnect with many of them. Um, there are the U15 uh, research universities at Canada, and, and they receive special funding from the government for centers of excellence. So I'll probably be starting there. But in looking at where our faculty are co-publishing with faculty from Canada, um, it represents over 25 different universities. Um, and that's just in the past few years, there's probably even more. So we have quite a few connections as a university across Canada. 
So if students, you know, depending on what their interest is, you know, feel free to come by the office or shoot me an email and I'd be happy to discuss their interests and different ideas for what where might be the best place for them in Canada, depending on what their interests and personal situation might be. And how do they reach you? Ah, well, they can email me directly at malowinr at msu.edu, or they can email the Canadian Studies email, which is CSC for Canadian Studies Center at msu.edu. You can visit our website, um, or you could call us. <laughs> but in the future, we're hopeful that we'll be back in the office, and you can then physically visit us in the center, in, in, in the International Center on campus. You've been listening to The Undercurrent on WDBM 89FM East Lansing. I'm Tasia. And I'm Nick. And thank you for tuning in.